0: Hello, everybody. Hey, I'm Matt. I'm Zach. And this is MZ Car Guys podcast.
1: Yeah, find us on all the social media nests at MZ Car Guys.
0: And you can also and... contact us on mzcarguys uh, at gmail dot com.
1: Yeah, well, normally it's a little switched up there. Uh, we <laughs> thought our toes were not as bad as we think we are. No, no
0: we're Anyways. still awful. We're still awful.
1: As, so what we got, what as we got guys, this week,
0: Zach?
1: Well, I was going to say, as the boys from Top Gear used to say, ambitious, but rubbish.
0: Yes. Absolutely. So,
1: we're going to spend some time in the fast lane with McLaren. You like what I did?
0: Oh, I, I I, I definitely am cringing over what you did just there, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A fast lane with McLaren. Okay, yeah, okay. In, in your <laughs> defense, the slowest oh, please, car they please, make... Don't come, please don't come to my defense. Please. Very briefly. I won't, come, I won't even come to my defense. <laughs> well, I know. Not family, but it's It, it happens. Um, yes. The slowest car McLaren makes has a twin-turbo V8 in it with a flat-plane crank. And does zero to sixty in three point something seconds.
1: Yeah. Really. Well, and, and to 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 get into this, so McLaren <laughs> McLaren did racing since the mid 60s mid early 60s and they just started making automobiles in oh when was the first one hold on
0: oh you mean road cars
1: yeah they, so their first road car the first actual road car uh was the uh mercedes-benz slr mclaren
0: but didn't, did, didn't that after the F1? Uh, yes. So hold on.
1: Where yes, it me? was. But
0: the SLR McLaren definitely put them on the map in the early 2000s, even though it has a terrible gearbox.
1: True. But it looks
0: amazing. Oh, no, it's a great-looking uh, car especially if you especially if you like penises on the hood of your car. But I, that was a I, that was a Mercedes I, thing at the time.
1: I, I don't know how I feel about that because
0: oh, top top I'm care the, not, not like I'm breaking ground here with new observations.
1: No, but I just I'm I'm having kind of this existential crisis because I really like the way that car looks, but the idea of a penis on a hood is quite unappealing to me. <laughs> so I'm kind of like I'm kind of torn.
0: (laughs) Well, it could be worse. You could have bought the SLK at the time, which was a hairdresser's car with a penis on the hood. But anyway.
1: Oh, um... I see what you're... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anyway.
0: So, anyway. Yes. The company was started by a man named Bruce McLaren, who was Scottish? No, no, no. He
1: was... Even I knew this before looking this up. He's from New Zealand.
0: Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. I know he wasn't he's British. A,
1: he's a he's a crazy That's, Southern Hemisphere guy.
0: Uh, a kiwi.
1: Um, I I said yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was a kiwi, and kiwis yeah. are they, yeah, really, really awesomely nice people. Have absolutely like not two ounces of sense of their own well being. They're just like, yeah, let's do this. It's like, it seems probably.
0: <laughs> well, New Zealand is well known, especially if you follow smoking tire or regular car reviews for having these two lane roads that are twisty and windy where the speed limit is so high that you literally have to be driving a sports car or drive those roads every single day to drive the speed limit and not die. They'll put a speed limit oh, yeah. of like a hundred, a hundred kilometers an hour, which is roughly well, sixty-five miles well, an hour, on a two-lane. There's, there's a race in Tasmania. Um, which is not that, New Zealand.
1: Which is not New Zealand, but same area, same Ge-
0: geographically. Yes, it's similar.
1: Same slightly off people, um, not off met, not off mentally, but off on like just their their. Like things that would make normal people go, mm, I don't know, you know, you know, a, a, a New Zealand movie for the most part will basically just look at it and go, I think it'll be good.
0: <laughs> Either that will have a really awesome
1: story. You know.
0: So so what what's what's this Tasmanian thing? What do you what are you referring to? Mount Panorama? Well,
1: it's, uh I don't know the name. I can't find the name of it right off the top uh, of my head.
0: What's up? Bathurst. It might be Bathurst. Is it, it, it's, well, Bathurst, Bathurst which, which takes place on Mount Panorama, is the race where everyone goes out and buries their beer two, three weeks ahead of time. So they have enough to last them to the race. And they'll put two that, or three cases that, yeah, of lager I, in there.
1: I was going to say that sounds like a Friday night in, in Tasmania, but... Um, it's amazing though how all of this sounds remarkably like the people that I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> rednecks I don't, what's 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 the Kiwi term for hey y'all watch this? I just I... <laughs>
0: oh or, 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 probably something along the lines of hold my beer.
1: Well, no, because I don't think you could trust your buddy with your beer over there.
0: They <laughs> like, do mix oh. some really good beer in New Zealand. It's true they do. <laughs> it looks like my beer now. <laughs> the garage project is excellent by the way just in case you're wondering great new zealand brewery um anyway yeah so back to bruce mclaren yeah um he uh he actually mclaren built some really interesting cars for um this little known race category called formula one and some guy who i don't know apparently some people yeah i know (laughs) um in the 90s some guy named um Senna, something Senna, um, I guess, used to drive his cars or something, and he was—I guess—he did pretty well.
1: Well, I mean, let's let's go all the way back. I mean, because in the very beginning, I mean, Bruce McLaren got his start by working for one John Cooper.
0: No, I've heard of that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, you know, I mean, and 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 it was during the '60s when me was you know, was just going bonkers and just beating the crap out of everybody. And he was, you know, and then McLaren went from that to Formula One to a bunch of, you know, I mean, just throughout this 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, they're, they're probably, oh my gosh. I mean, other than Ferrari, I think they're, the most accomplished racing team. Great Racing wow. manufacturer. I mean, just kind of, you know, and in some cases, they buddied up with people. I mean, they they were able to develop chassis and develop racing cars and so forth. Um, I mean, during the 70s, what was it? Uh,
0: Do-do-do-do-do. I think with the Can-Am. No, the no. virtually no, no, unlimited no. class, the Canadian American race where the McLaren built car did some insane speed and the only people who could race it were essentially people who were like quasi-suicidal.
1: No, I didn't hear about that.
0: Oh well um, look, look it up the um look at look up the McLaren Can hyphen A M.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the It's a, it's
0: it's it's basically a yellow wedge made of fiberglass. With a with a hole in the middle for someone to sit in, and uh, and <clears throat> and an engine that did just incredible speed, and tire technology, of course, being what it was, you know, the thing would corner, sort of, because they had no 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 understanding of aerodynamics at the time, really, and there was no wings or anything on the car. It was just this big wedge. Yeah, but you know, no roll bars.
1: Well, I mean, you had, um, at one point, you know, of course they've, you know, they did with Honda engines. Uh, In the early days, I mean, it was uh, Ford Cosworth, you know, so, I mean, you know, in the 60s and 70s, you know, Cosworth was, I mean, they knew how to do small displacement engines. Um, Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. A little bit of rally experience there
1: yeah i mean it, advancements in their engines and stuff like that was insane one of the one of the most storied uh cars is the early uh 190e's uh with the cosworths engines
0: and oh yeah system.
1: the uh, 2.3 yeah sorry yeah 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 the yeah the 2.3 yeah,
0: uh,
1: yeah. Yes. great car yeah but uh you know but I mean their their ability to put everything together and the fact that they were able to you know and, and Eric and Senna um, did a amazing tribute to him. and it was through that that I really learned about him because you know growing up in America and growing up in the southeast, you know I, I was raised on NASCAR. Um,
0: yeah, we all have our weaknesses. Yeah. Oh, and
1: um, you know, so I didn't hear too much about Formula One. You know, now of course, nowadays, you know, a a stock car is almost races as a Formula One car, which is just ridiculous to me. But but Ayrton Senna, I mean, his ability to, he was almost faster in wet weather than he was on dry.
0: Definitely compared to the competition. Absolutely he was. Yeah. I
1: mean it 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 was I I saw a couple of videos of him passing people and just absolute torrential downpours. Um there was a race in Brazil uh in, in his home country of Brazil, the Brazil Grand Prix. And it, it it looked like everyone else was in like a lower racing class and he just happened to, you know, it was like, it was like everybody else was like racing go-karts and he like snuck this F one car into like a go-kart race. I mean, I mean, that's like, incredible. I mean, they were moving like that slow. I mean, he's like having people on, on curves that they're just like, ah, and he's like, ah, eh, the tail slides a little bit, whatever. And just kept going, and that was in a McLaren, and and yeah. he was able to do that because the car was so set up.
0: Well, and and he was really really good at what he did. But real quick, speaking of that for a minute, so there's a movie coming out at the end of August, uh, no, mid August, I think, and it it's called The Art of Racing in the Rain, based on based on the book of the same name. And the book yeah. is really good, and a major part of that book is talking about Ayrton Senna and his ability to race in wet weather. And at some future podcast, we'll talk more about wet weather racing from a completely amateurish and you know ignorant perspective. Hey, but um, Matt, Matt can, can we do a book? Yes. Review? Can we? Can we do a no. podcast book review? Of course we can. <sighs> we can do anything we want. It's our podcast. Oh my gosh,
1: we're like legit.
0: Well, let's not get hasty.
1: Yeah, yeah, not really. All right, good, good, dude. Go ahead.
0: But um. Anyway, I highly recommend seeing the movie. I plan to see it as soon as I can, soon after it comes out. I'm really looking forward to it. Don't care about the dogs. Don't care about the hot girl. Speaking I just want to see those dogs racing. I'm speaking for myself. Speaking of movies,
1: I can't wait to see Ford versus Ferrari.
0: <gasps> That's gonna be so good.
1: Oh my gosh! And we were, and and the coolest thing is that we were talking about it. When we got back into Ford, and now just to see it all, you know, in you know, with
0: artistic license, that's going to be cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, if
0: if you're at all interested in Ayrton Senna, make sure you see the documentary documentary called Senna. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Yeah. So, another good one while we're talking about movies. I thought this was a McLaren subject, but you know, hey, things happen. Well,
1: but I mean, it, it, but this sparks it, you know. I mean, the McLaren is so interwoven into open wheel racing in itself. Yeah. You know, it just, you know, you know, when, when they, when they designed and built, you know, their fuel car, you know, that was their car. Um, You know, I mean, which was the, hold on, let me get this right.
0: MP412C.
1: What was it? was it? Wasn't it?
0: The the road car? MP412C.
1: Yeah, MP412C.
0: Yeah. uh, Which is
1: such a, you know, they, I mean, they were just basically following the same kind of moniker that they were using it with all of their, racing cars you know because all the racing cars have similar monikers and stuff you know that, that they basically just did that and they're like yeah everybody will get it and it was just like uh no and and i remember i remember jeremy clarkson testing it and and it was it was funny because he's like here's this bump and, and it was and it was after the follow-through and and, and, and there's a bump And he says, in every single other like high-performance car, I hit this and it jars my teeth loose. He says, they have set up this chassis and this suspension so well that when I hit this bump, I hardly notice that I hit it. He goes, but it takes a lot of the... A lot of the fanfare out of it it takes a lot of the rawness out of
0: it right what Hammond called the pantomime
1: yeah and he says to the point and 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 I'm I'm totally just butchering this but I'm but it's it's one of the coolest things I it's 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 one of the most Jeremy Clarkson things I think I've ever heard him say and that was um that I when when trying to when trying to deactivate the traction control you've got to go many steps to do it and I remember looking at one of the engineers and saying hey you should make taking the traction turning the traction control off um, easier instead of going through all these different steps and he said that the engineer looked at him and said well why and he said well because that would be more fun and he said you could just tell the look on the engineer's face of like fun hmm I should look that up.
0: <laughs> so basically, it's the most Japanese British guy ever.
1: Well, it depends on which Japanese. The most Honda <laughs> British guy ever. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, fun, but let's let's keep it restrained,
0: kind of a thing. Well, right. It wasn't, it wasn't I believe McLaren's big thing was that they. After extensive testing, at I think I think it's Silverstone, but I'm not positive, that it was faster with the traction control on. So why should we make it easy to turn off if it's more dangerous and slower?
1: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's... right. And then,
0: was the then there was a counter argument about fun, and he was very very confused by the idea of fun at that point.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, all of this started in 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 2010 i mean i mean it took them from the mid 60s to 2010 to
0: start building their own cars well yeah i mean it was early early 90s mid 90s when the f1 came out and the thing was so ungodly expensive then that no one bought it and then it was 20 18 20 years until they finally built their second road car well, but, but the the crazy
1: thing though is that the they they built that car, and it was so fast. I mean, it held the the world record for twenty years, for about.
0: T- okay, the world record it held for those ten people who don't know is the top speed ever achieved by a production car. Yeah, on a. On a, I think it was a, was it a, no, it wasn't a two way. It was a single way. It was just, it was going around the big, um, the big oval velodrome, whatever thing that Volkswagen has, um, oh, they where know. they, in two different directions. Um, but uh, <clears throat> they did have to re gear the transmission to get up to 241 or whatever it was miles an hour. But still, the car did it. It wasn't, didn't modify the grist of the car, just the gearbox.
1: Well, I mean, it, it wasn't until the mid 2000s. <laughs> With the Bugatti Veyron, that 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 it was beat, right? I mean, realistically, so. But yeah, I mean, but they they've really been alive now, with their different cars. I mean, you have the, the 570, you have which is now. Which is also available at the 540 the and the 600. Um, you have the 720S, which I actually saw one today at the gas station. Wow. Uh, and uh, it, it was in this really cool kind of like brownish-black color. Oh, so pretty. Um, uh, the GT, uh, and then, of course, the Senna, uh, and then the Speedtail, which... Uh, is just insane um but you know i mean you you had you know the 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 p1 which was one of the first not, hybrid hypercars which i think it was the first hybrid hypercar and it yeah cuz it cuz yeah i think it was the first hybrid hypercar and it just barely i think beat out the the 918 Pretty amazing. definitely beat out the love ferrari yeah but, but yeah,
0: yeah i mean you know so, so since you brought it up zach so let's go ahead and do a bit of a technical deep dive here because i've got my notes in front of me for once which never happens so mclaren has the sports series which is their entry-level cars mm-hmm. they're all 3.8 liter twin turbo and before we go any further, it should be acknowledged that the McLaren engine, there's only one engine, is based on an old Nissan pickup truck engine, yep. although it's been heavily modified. And they are the 540C. C stands for uh, convertible. The 570GT, which is the Grand Tour, which is the softer one, and you can get the back roof. It has actual room for things. Um, the 570S coupe the 570 s spider 100 lt which is missing for long tail and the 600 lt spider great all use the same engine so what the number is the number is supposed to be the metric horsepower of the car which is roughly like 90 95 percent what like american horsepower would be. yeah i mean like multiplied by 95 percent, you get close to american horsepower right yeah but There is a very strong rumor out there that all they've actually done is change the name, that the actual horsepower is the same. It's the exact same engine, whether you get a 540 horsepower, in air quotes, C, or a 600 horsepower, in air quotes, LT Spider. It's the same. Then they just recently did a 4-liter engine, GT, which just came out, which honestly, out of my ignorance, I didn't even know existed. I always thought it was just the 570 GT. The 720S Coupe, the 720S Spider, the Senna, the McLaren Speedtail, and the Speedtail is a three-seater with one in the middle and two in the back, just like the old F1, which is really awesome. And and I might be one of the only people alive who likes the look of the Senna from every angle.
1: Yeah, I just
0: uh, I don't know. Is it, is, is, it, is it too busy? Is it just too clinical? It's
1: yeah, it's too clinical. There's there's no like with the speed tail. See to me, the speed tail's got this really nice kind of oh, futuristic, gorgeous futuristic look to it. I mean, it's yeah. just long and sleek. It actually reminds me of, um, of, of, uh, like land speed cars from like the thirties.
0: Oh, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I like that.
1: Where where, (laughs) where they would just, you know, I mean, if, if they, if if they had like riveted the body panels on like flush mounted rivets, I think I absolutely would have lost my mind with it. But, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely just gorgeous. Um, even the 720 s which I saw today there was there was some design to it that was just there and the Senna just I know it's effective I know it's fast i but I don't know it's it's almost like speed for speed's sake fast for fast sake mm-hmm which, I do. which is a real kind of racing car mentality
0: right it's a, it's a road legal track car
1: yes it's a road legal track car the only problem is is that the people who are going to buy it and the people who are going to drive it one it'll it will hardly ever see uh, a normal asphalted just road you're not going to see this drive down you know down
0: broadway yeah, that then but does make me sad.
1: Yeah, um, might <laughs> you might see it, you know, driven to a racetrack potentially, you know, for like a track day. Um, but for the most part, if you've got enough money for a Sena, you're gonna it you're gonna have it. it it's gonna be a trailer queen um, to the racetrack for the most part. Whereas with like the 720s, you're going to see that on the road. Um, you know, in, in Walnut Creek, California, where I work, I mean, I've seen, I can't tell you how many 570s just going on. And I saw a P1 one time.
0: Yeah. So, I, mean, I, saw, I saw a 650 last month. Literally the where I work. Yeah. You know, yeah, you work over in Berkeley. That's about the most un Berkeley car in the world. Oh, it, it is, but it's it's um, rich international students. That's who I was driving it. Yeah. Kids just way, way more money than cents.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I, I just, but the fact that they've been able to take a, a, essentially what Nissan was throwing out, you know, yeah, sure, you can have some of these. You
0: know, yeah. McLaren's like, we got this. Yeah, switch out the uh, cross plane for a flat plane, re-engineer the, the entire you know top end of the engine, make the turbos work just right. And here's the other thing. While we're talking about mechanical stuff, I read, a, I saw a video, and I cannot remember, I think it's Jason Fenske Engineering Explained, but it was about that all of the McLarens use an open differential, and they're all rear-wheel drive. Yeah. And he explained it and i could not remember how he explained it and he made it seem work was it it has no no rear sway bar something like that and a massive front one anyway it was some some rationalization for doing it that apparently made sense to them the car drives great that's all we care about great and then every single car has the same carbon fiber monocoque which is awesome and <clears throat> just gets cheaper and cheaper to make them the motorcock I mean, not the car itself. So.
1: Well, I, I read a oh my gosh, I wanna say it was I wanna say it was Motor Trend. There was a um there there was a Motor Trend journalist and they got a 720S, I believe. And he was paired up with this real kind of young guy who was from a different magazine and, and, and basically, you know, to kind of, you know, to, to, because they didn't have a whole lot of press cars to give out, they basically just kind of like doubled up, like, okay, you're from this magazine, you're from this, you know, you're from this publication, you're from this publication.
0: Right. And,
1: you know, both of you share the car and both of you just kind of, you know, do it. And um, he said that the guy, he could tell, that he he wasn't used to driving fast, especially in a car that handled this well. And they were driving along a mountain road and basically they left the road at about 120 miles an hour. Wow. Into the trees. And they said it, it, it just read this article. And they said that you know the fact that they hit like Probably ten trees, as they were flying off the road, and they absolutely just walked away from it that's incredible you know, at that, that twenty miles an hour
0: <clears 20 throat> right you're basically hitting you know poles you know, metal poles at that point at that kind of speed,
1: yeah, I mean, and you know i mean when when when, when you factor in you know speed energy is um it's mass times it's mass times velocity to the second power so anytime that you're increasing velocity you're you're not just increasing it incrementally you're increasing it to the second power right. uh you know not not to get too you know mathy on this but yes i said mathy um uh, but I mean, you're 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 increasing it so exponentially, and the and, and at one hundred and twenty miles an hour, in a car that probably weighs, I, I don't know how much it weighs. I'm pretty sure it's probably around. It's, it's probably our
0: cler- around. Most clearance are touch over three thousand pounds.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say about three thousand pounds. Um, yeah. you know, three thousand pounds at one hundred and twenty miles an hour. The amount of energy in that is just insane
0: and yeah, the fact for you that for you in high school free, force equals mass times acceleration it's a lot of force
1: yeah no, <laughs> math, for yeah sorry force is mass times acceleration to the second right. power
0: mm. anyway we're not going to argue about it um but it's 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 a lot. Um, so, yeah, the, the the gist of it is that the carbon fiber monocoque is what saves you, right? You, the, that's, yeah. what, the, that's your passenger cell. It's the same idea that the IndyCar is based on, the Formula One is based on, that any respectable racing series with any kind of real speed uses, right? Because that's how you keep your race, race car drivers from A, dying, and B, having some horrific injury that haunts them the rest of their life. Yeah. But it's pretty incredible. I mean, I most of us would feel special to see a mclaren in the flesh once in our lives forget driving it just to see one you know they're that special like and yet somehow there are towns that have mclaren dealerships in them. i mean they're just like there are places that are that outside the realm of reality you know um i don't know were you there uh, Zach, the day I met that Google exec who would just—I think you were—who had just, were, who yes, had so just well, ordered, uh, just just taken delivery of his uh, McLaren. 7, no, six seventy. It was McLaren yeah. six seventy. Six
1: seventy long tail. It was. Yeah. It was really nice. Not the spider. Co- not the color combination I would have chosen.
0: But well, again, um, it was the colors I, of my universe. So I approved. Yes. Yes.
1: Good old Cal.
0: Yep, um, but beautiful car, amazing car.
1: It was. It was very, very nice to look at. Very nice to look at. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, but and 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 but that's what I'm saying is they're they're getting into, you know, kind of hitting their stride and stuff like that, and coming out with stuff like, you know, it, and w- what I really appreciate is the fact that they came out with a speed tail. And it will be available for purchase.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't just an exercise in design.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 funny because they're just kind of like, "Oh wow, that's a that's a really cool," uh, you know. Uh, uh, oh
0: crap! Um, what, what design look form? No. It, that, it, look, it looks like. A concept cars is the thing. That's what it looks yeah, like.
1: Yeah, they, that's a really cool concept car. And they're like, not a concept car. We're actually, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic.
0: So. But, the other thing that yeah. really is really, I mean, the, these these cars are such, I mean, you, like there are some cars that it's distinctive, right? You got Lambo, McLaren come to mind, Ferrari, obviously. But things you never think of, is these cars are as wide as a minivan and as long as a Prius
1: yeah, it was a really small when I saw the 720S today, yesterday it was a very very small car um, but it i because th- it had the because it was the it was the uh, the, the the hard top, it was a coupe so mm-hmm. it had it had the uh, the scissor opening doors and, that the and and I asked a guy who was who was driving it he actually worked for. Uh, like one of the uh, one of the luxury car companies uh, or luxury dealerships in Walnut Creek and I said oh I said are, are you delivering this car to somebody and he goes no I get to drive it all the way down to Los Gatos and I mean that's probably 400 miles that he gets to drive this thing to a country club to show it off for Father's Day um, and hopefully get some orders for it Um But, wow, he he goes, and I said, I said, wow, I said, that's, you know, is it comfortable to drive that far? He goes, oh, yeah, you could drive this thing cross-country and
0: get out and just feel fine. That's the thing, Matt Ferrer, the smoking tire, is in love with the 720. He says it's, he says the car is literally magic. Yeah, I believe it. Something about between just the incredible speed, the handling, the fact that the suspension never beats you up. The fact that he fits in it at 6'3", 200 and something pounds, he it's, it's, it's the whole car is magic. The other cars are great. And the speed is unreal. If you've never been in a McLaren before, the speed is unreal. But the 720 is magic. Yeah. And my, my response to that, although I do hope to meet Mr. Fair again at some point, is for $400,000, it better be.
1: Yeah, but you do have a lot of cars that don't do that.
0: That's true. At that, at that or, price point point, and higher.
1: One one main example I would point to is the Ford GT, the new Ford GT, which yeah. looks amazing. I saw one in real life. You know, I saw one in person one time. Looks absolutely amazing. I um, saw one too. Yeah, they're incredible. Has a shape. Um, that is just amazing. Uh, I keep saying that, um, but hearing Jeremy Clark talk about it after their thing in uh, um, uh for uh, the Grand Tour, oh, Grand Tour. Yeah. when they raced to Niagara Falls, he, it hurt him. <laughs> he was
0: yeah. he was
1: he was cramped, you know.
0: And you can well, do that. And a McLaren thing, just the, fun. The thing is you're what? You're what five five, five six? Five, six. And <laughs> and I'm six two. And if you and I sat in that four G T, the thing is such a narrow passenger compartment that literally my shoulder and arm would be on top of your shoulder and arm the entire time. Just for the so the two of us could sit up straight.
1: Yeah. We had we had so, more room in our we had more room in the front seats of my my EV Fit when we did our road trip from <laughs> from uh, from Walnut Creek down to yeah. LA and back. Did that, and that couldn't even have a center armrest?
0: Yeah, I had an armrest. That's right, you did have like three inches of armrest.
1: Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> they like gave the driver an armrest, but not the passenger.
0: I remember. I remember just thinking that was just so strange. That's right. Not a center console, but a driver side armrest like you get in a minivan.
1: Yeah. So. But yeah, but I mean, I mean that's essentially McLaren. I mean, you know, they're they're really fresh on the scene. I mean, they've been around for, you know, just over ten years. Um, No, not even ten years. Oh yeah, yeah. Coming up on. Yeah, they haven't been you know up onto ten years or anything like that. Um, but their story their story racing career and, and what they've accomplished racing um, that they continue to they continue to innovate um, both on and off the track and and the fact that they're able to the fact that they're able to produce such good road cars i mean it's really easy to make something fast it's really really hard to make something great and and they're really accomplishing that so
0: i think that's a podcast what do you think matt i think that's a podcast absolutely vroom vroom we will see you guys next time good night